Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, WWE fans are angry after major streaming issues hits Hell in a Cell 2021. Did Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley just double turn at Hell in a Cell? Drew McIntyre has been banned from fighting for the WWE title while Bobby Lashley is champion. And two major WWE stars backstage at Hell in a Cell. I'm Adam Nicholas. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. There we go. There There we go. Let's kick this thing off by talking Hell in a Cell 2021, last night's pay-per-view. Unfortunately, one of the big stories coming out of this has nothing to do with the content of the show itself, Mm. but people not being able to access the content of the show on Peacock. So it turns out there were a bunch of streaming issues with the show last night. Very unfortunate. You hate to hear it. But it happened, and we're going to talk about it. Mark Middleton of Wrestling Inc. came through with uh, some comments on the situation, um, noting about how the kickoff show in particular was blighted. There was a CDN error that prevented people from accessing the show. People were trying to watch Natalia versus Mandy Rose, the five-star classic on the pre-show. Things eased up eventually, but that was only the beginning of the night's issues. Uh, it should be noted that there were no issues with the kickoff show on WWE.com and YouTube, so you could watch it on those platforms, uh, but if you're trying to watch it on Peacock, there was a good chance you were going to have some errors. Now, the main card was plagued by problems, apparently. Uh, buffering issues everywhere, the app crashing back to its original like front page, and that caused another problem with, you know, like Twitter accounts, WWE's Twitter and the network's Twitter and everything else kind of posting out match results while people are trying to watch it, but they're behind because of the Ooh. errors. So things are getting spoiled. It's a whole cocktail of just a pain in the ass. It sounds like a real pain <laughs> in the ass. Uh, now, Middleton himself uh, describes the whole card saying that the only match that he personally was able to watch without issues was Cesaro versus Seth Rollins, uh, Rhea Ripley versus... Sh- Charlotte Flair was described here as unwatchable. That's not a reflection on the quality of the match. Uh, <laughs> but we'll talk about that double third in a little yes, bit. Um, bunch of social media stuff. As you would imagine, when things go wrong, social media is ablaze. It's like a bonfire. I've got a couple of comments here. Uh, I, I actually tweeted out this morning asking for comments on it from people who'd watched it on Peacock. I got, got a few people saying they had no problems whatsoever. One of them said something like they were trying to watch it in the middle of a field in Utah. So that's <laughs> probably why it didn't work. Fair play. Fair play. But I got a couple of comments here. Uh, Thomas Solis says that Peacock wouldn't play the first 20 minutes. That 
a pain in the ass. Uh, the Salt of 540 followers, A. Combe, I hope I've said your name right, uh, says, you know the video packages where they freeze the video right before a big impact move so they, get, so they don't give any satisfying action away on free TV? It was pretty much like that. Uh, Electric Wooloo Palooza says, I had buffering issues pretty much every five minutes. I gave up right around the start of Owens versus Zayn. Uh, and Scott Mitchell here, not someone who replied to me, but an independent comment tweeting Peacock said, and I just like this because it's quite sweary. I say this with all the sincerity in my <laughs> mind and heart and body, F Peacock. The worst thing WWE could have ever done is moving their network to that shitty app. Uh, can barely enjoy the show because this app keeps acting up. I miss the WWE network. Now, over here in the UK where we still have access to the, to the network, I didn't have any problems. I haven't heard of any widespread problems, but it sounds like Peacock uh, kind of pissed the bed a little bit there, Adam Nicholas. It does indeed, although maybe, you know, Given the given the sort of overall reaction, it seems perhaps from Hell in a Cell, maybe you were better off. Maybe just those those buffering issues were trying to help you have a better time in blanking out, <laughs> not having to watch as much of the show. But yeah, no jokes aside, this is not ideal, especially considering how fresh this is on Peacock. You kind of want this to be a better experience, I would imagine, if anything, for fans who have already had their yeah. accounts on the network that were going pretty damn well before then. Um, you don't really want to say this, especially not on pay-per-view night. I can't imagine uh, Pe Pe Peacock were happy, but I can imagine even more so Vince McMahon wasn't very happy either about this. Yeah, I can't imagine he was he was too chuffed in his ivory tower uh, <laughs> reading these complaints and everything else. Um, yeah, it, tough situation. The, the the transition over to Peacock hasn't been 100% smooth. Still issues with rewinding and pausing, uh, I understand. But um, hopefully something that they'll, they'll be able to iron out. Uh, the, the network itself is a great service. I am dreading the day when it goes away in Europe, as it has done in the United States, um, particularly when you hear stories like this. So here's hoping that the problems are ironed out. But uh, man, if I was in America, I would really be missing the network right now, for sure. Yeah, thankfully though, that sounds like an America problem. <laughs> for now, at least. I look forward to that coming back to bite us in the backside. But Can't wait. let's talk about the actual pay-per-view, shall we? And some of the matches and some of the things that were going on in this pay-per-view. Specifically, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Now, if you're just joining us, Charlotte Flair defeated Rhea Ripley by disqualification, though. <laughs> and therefore, Rhea Ripley is still your Raw Women's Champion. Sorry to get all your hopes up. I know you wanted another Charlotte title reign. But more importantly here... We're talking about the potential of what might have been a double heel turn. A, a double heel turn? A double turn, Andy Murray. They were already heels, one of them. Um, Charlotte Flair and Rhea Ripley switching roles. The old uh, Bretton Austin kind of thing going on here at Hell in the Cell. So last night, Ripley and Charlotte wrestled away, had a great match. Charlotte worked the leg of Ripley's all match. But then at the end, it had become to the point where Rhea's leg was completely done in and she was desperate. As you will remember, a similar story they played out with WrestleMania 36, I want to say now. I can't remember with the... The years, who knows what years and times are anymore. Either way, after that, Rhea Ripley got herself disqualified, smashed Charlotte with the announce table panel. She then disqualified, retained her title, but then after the match, the brawling continued. Ripley hits the riptide, and then kind of arrogantly, the attitude started to come out. She was demanding to be sort of declared that she was the, the disqualification. She kind of took it on her head and said, I, yeah. you know, I'm the man now. I'm the man, you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, basically, <laughs> Rhea Ripley, full of attitude and potentially healing out Charlotte Flair. The sympathetic one here, I guess, Andy Murray, getting her ass kicked and losing out on that title because of a disqualification. <laughs> and, of course, Kevin Dunn gets to press his boo.wav button multiple <laughs> times for Rhea Ripley. 
Yes, he does. A very curious move, this. It seems like a way for WWE to extend a feud that, you know, going by my time timeline, at the very least, nobody really likes. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is a, a, a curious choice, to say the least. Um, they've done a good job of making Rhea Ripley quite unlikable on the main roster so far. So if that was their end game the, with this apparent turn, then... I guess they've they've done what they wanted to, um, but I'm eager to see how it plays out on Raw. As always, uh, I'm sure Raw will be a riveting show uh, with lots of satisfying developments across the board, and that everything will be well. Somehow, this situation is going to end up in Nikki Cross beating both of them in a two-minute beat the clock challenge, and then dancing <laughs> on the table with the title. Um, speaking of uh, titles, good good transition. Drew McIntyre can no longer fight for the WWE Championship. He lost. To Bobby Lashley at Hell in the Cell last night, the stipulation was if uh, McIntyre loses, he can no longer challenge for the belt while Lashley is champion. But it was kind of a caveated finish. There was a ref bump, there was two interferences from MVP, which was eventually decisive. Lashley got the roll-up for the win. You wonder if maybe they've done this so that Drew can come out on Raw and go, I was unfairly beaten, so I deserve another title shot. Uh, which, you know, is something that WWE might do, knowing their history and going back on stipulations and everything else. But if not, it's a chance for Bobby to move on to someone fresher. I guess we've seen him and Drew a lot. Uh, the match was really good, generally speaking. They beat the absolute tar out of each other. Drew shared a gross picture of his back afterwards. Uh, but no more title shots for him until somebody changes their mind tonight. <laughs> yes, I have a feeling that unlike the sort of longevity that the Cody Rhodes angle in AEW seems to have kept on to, my guess, Andy Murray, would be that maybe this one won't last over in WWE. That's just me, though. Hey, I've got, yeah. it's not like I've got anything to base that off, apart from years and years of them completely changing things around like that. Just a couple of days after, usually. Just get thrown yeah. off the building. You're back in the next night. Get banned from winning the title. You're in the match the next night for that. A rematch on Raw. What's the money? Over Let's do under. it. Let's do it. I'll give you a fiver if it happens. Wonderful stuff. Oh, hey, but... Speaking of things that might happen, some returns potentially and just some people chilling out backstage with WWE. There were two major stars at Hell in a Cell floating around in the back who didn't really get up to much, but they were there nonetheless. And I have the proof. Andy Murray, I can tell you this now. PW Insider reporting that both, well, I say they were reporting, but Ric Flair and Becky Lynch were both backstage last night. Now, Ric Flair, obviously, was just there supporting his daughter, as was proven yeah. by a lovely picture Charlotte took with him backstage. Ric Flair's always going to get it. He's always going to get a win and a pop from everybody. So nice little picture of him. But I guess the one you're more interested in, perhaps, is Becky Lynch, of course. We are all kind of curious to see when she might be coming back. You recall uh, earlier, uh, Fightful Select recently reported about her being back. And we got a picture of her looking rather jacked, Andy Murray. And in good nick, I yeah. should imagine, she's had lots of time. I say lots of time. She has become a mother, of course. So she's probably juggling both quite well. But... Um, there's no actual report on when Lynch might be coming back, but she was definitely there, and she had been at the, how do you pronounce it, Andy Murray, the Youngling Center in Tampa, Florida. I can never get that Ying. right. Yingling. 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 It's, it's, it's one of those beers they have in America <laughs> where it just kind of tastes like carbonated water mixed with a bit of piss. It's not nice. It's not a nice beer, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. And we have plenty of bad beers over here we as do. well. I'm we not, do. you know, you know, Carling, come on, come on. Um... Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing Becky Lynch mm. back in action. And I'm sure Ric Flair was there to prepare for a reprisal of the all-time great storyline with Lacey Evans from earlier <laughs> this year because we really need more of that in our lives. Uh, 
Twitter questions. Let's do them. Uh, first one today comes from Aditya Sawant, who asks the following. Did WWE err by not having their most lucrative man at Hell in a Cell? I really missed Roman uh, here. I thought he would have had a segment with Cena returning. I could only properly enjoy a couple of matches. I didn't watch the rest. I tolerated them and SMH. Fair play. Fair play. Um... I personally would have kept the Ray versus Roman match on the pay-per-view because Roman Reigns is an attraction to me, but I understand why they put it on television to pop a rating. TV earns more money than pay-per-views. TV's technically a bigger show than the pay-per-view now in that regard, apart from like WrestleMania and stuff. Um, so I get why they do it, but I would have liked that match on pay-per-view for sure. Or at least have them on for a segment. Yeah, I can't really add much more to that. I mean, we always want to see... The big stars on the pay-per-views. Roman Reigns is one of the big, if not the biggest in WWE at the minute. Should have been on the pay-per-view. I am all, but what are you going to do? WWE likes that yeah. money from TV, Andy Murray. There you go, TV money, Andy Murray. That almost <laughs> rhymes. Uh, another question here comes to us from Rico Reds who asks, what is the more interesting version of the Zayn Owens dynamic? Mm. Is it heel Kevin Owens and face Sami Zayn or face Kevin Owens and heel Sami Zayn? I think that they are both great, genuinely, but I will always have a preference for heel Kevin Owens and face Sami Zayn. Um, Zayn is a tremendous troll heel, but I think he's an all-time great babyface. And, you know, going back to the Ring of Honor stuff, all that stuff's great. I love I love that feud in particular. Um, but the way Kevin Owens came in to NXT was just so great, and I have so much nostalgia for that. So that would be my answer. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue with Kevin Owens being a heel and Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn in particular being the babyface is the one for me because we all know that potential is there. Vince is never going to get over this hurdle with him. But the like, babyface Sami Zayn is as good as and has as much potential as, and we say it all the time, a babyface Daniel Bryan. It's the same It's the same ilk, the cut from the same cloth. And as you say, Sami being such a babyface elevated Kevin's heel to, I say heel turn, heel persona in NXT to the absolute top it was amazing. I want them both back in those roles, please. Yeah, absolutely. And our final question today comes from Mark Lee Willis, who asks the following. Morning, is it possible to ask for a shout-out on my birthday? Yes, it is. Happy birthday, Mark. Um, and then, if you had a wrestling figure of yourself, what accessory would you want to come with it? Man, I, uh, a comb, probably. A comb. <laughs> Uh, a very wishful, very wishful thinking uh, from from my behalf. But you know, I could use it to to comb all the hair that I have. Yes, I like this. <laughs> I haven't really thought this one. Well, through. I'll tell you what, we'll go on a similar vein then. First off, happy birthday, Mark! Thank you as always for all the times you get in touch with Absolutely. Rock Culture over Twitter. We enjoy your company. But on top of that, I, if you're going to get a comb, then I think as a man who stands at a whopping five foot eight, I think I'll have a ladder, please, and then I can at least get those <laughs> high shelves that I just can't reach. You know, I'm always trying to get there. But if I go up the ladder as slowly as they do, I might never actually get the things I'm trying to grab. To be fair, the premise of this is actually a lot stronger than a lot of WWE gimmicks these days. Man <laughs> has ladder because he's short. Man has comb because he's got no hair. At least there there's logic. Go. At least there's logic to it, man. Exactly. We will be in the 24-7 title think, division in a week. Think about this. If you and I merged together, we'd be the ultimate force. You'd have we all would. of my hair and we'd have all of your height. That's it. A tall guy with hair. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> that, that, we're going to hit that lofty goal of being six foot and having a full head of yeah. hair. <laughs> we did it. We did it, man. Go, go team. Go team. Oh. Anyway. Thank you for joining us for today's wrestling news. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Send us your Twitter questions. You can follow Adam Nicholas on Twitter at... It's Adam Nicholas. And you can follow Andy Murray on Twitter. At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for... <laughs> 
just a noise. It's just a noise. Uh, see you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.